Welcome to the Introverted Doctor Podcast, dedicated to uncovering myths, mistakes, and misconceptions that holds us back from living our best life at work, home, and play. In each episode, I'll be focusing on different aspects of communication techniques, mindset, routines, habits, and behaviors with the goal to show how to eliminate anxiety, trip-ups, and unwelcome results that comes from ineffective communications. Welcome back. I hope you are having a super day. This is the third part of the series, The Six Human Needs, or as I refer to as the Wheel of Needs. As a quick recap, firstly, I feel this is an, uh, this uh, series that I'm sharing with you is exceptionally important. I've shared it with many others at a conference or medical students and residents, and they have found this exceptionally useful and meaningful. And the reason is because it helps people gain an incredible insight into human behavior and why people do what they do, but it also is a tremendous tool on how to help them. You know, the first episode I talked about was about the need for certainty and uncertainty and how that plays a role in our life, um, our lives. The second episode was on the need for recognition and the need for uh, love and connection, which is also important in our lives. Now, if you didn't listen to it, I really recommend you go back and take a listen to those episodes because then this episode will be more powerful and more meaningful to you. I promise you this framework will transform you and it will change the way you see yourself and the other people in your life. And it will greatly improve your understanding of human relationships and motivations. But in a nutshell, in terms of the first two needs, certainty and uncertainty or variety, we need to have a certain level of security in our health, our relationships, and our financial life. And that varies from person to person, how comfortable we are. The need for variety is the second need, which is also important in that we need to challenge our mental, emotional, and physical well-being as well. And that too can vary from person to person. The need for recognition or significance is something we all need and we can all we all need to meet this need and we can meet this need in positive negative or neutral ways and that applies to all the needs that i'm talking about and the fourth need i talked about in the last episode also was the need for love and connection and this need is how we connect with others and ourselves whether it's our peers family or our partner Now, this is a very highly simplified, quick overview, but let's talk about the next two needs, which consists of the needs to feel fulfilled and to thrive in our lives. I I do want to say one other thing. You know, the four needs for certainty, variety, significance, love and connection, they're called the survival needs or the needs of the personality. These needs are met by everyone to various degrees. These four needs shape most of the wheel, but it doesn't get the wheel moving. The wheel is incomplete. Individuals who never move beyond these four needs uh, never move beyond survival. We all know and have heard of individuals who have, you know, self who have been involved in self-destructive behavior and even committed suicide because they've just they've met those four needs at a high level and the reason they never went to uh they they never prospered or felt a greater level joy of happiness 
is because they never understood or nurtured their need for growth and contribution. And that's what this episode is really going to focus on, is the need for growth and contribution. These next two needs gives a person's life meaning and it extends it to a whole new level of fulfillment, joy, and happiness and realization. We all have experienced these needs at some level, even if it was brief and we were unaware of it. You know, it just felt right. We knew we were connected and we felt an inner harmony and joy and we, because we were, there was some level of growth and contribution in it. In it. So without further ado, I'm going to jump into the fifth need, which is the need to, for growth, which is, can also be looked at the need, need to feel challenged. You know, growth is a necessary ex- experience of life, and it's, it's intrinsic in all of us. We all want to expand and explore our experiences, our feelings and abilities. When we are growing, we are in moments of energy stimulation with the sense of verve presence. If you reflect on something in your life that you love, get enthusiastic about or proud of, I'm willing to bet it has a strong element of growth in it. Think about something that you really care about. It, I guarantee you it has an element of growth in it. That's why people enjoy gardening, doing crafts, creating work on works of art, raising children, watching a building being constructed. You know, people who are managing their own well-being during this pandemic are harnessing this need for growth because this, they know that this is a time to learn and grow. They're either doing a hobby or they're learning a new skill set. They're not being idle in this in this respect, and they're able to manage uh, the the uncertainty of this time better than people who are not growing or contributing. Now, being creative breeds energy, life, and momentum. Inspirational goals and challenges gives us a sense of purpose to express and discover. As humans, we've all had this sense of exploration in our life, whether it's you know discovering and experiencing different cultures, improving our health, uh, spiritual convictions, or seeking you know to travel other worlds and and well not galaxies but you know just that exploration. Well, some people have explored beyond the world, but those are the astronauts. Um, but if we're not challenged or have goals for ourselves. We exist in a dormant, uninspired presence. Growth inherently has a life energy presence that allows us to move beyond what we are seeing and experiencing in the present moment. Being challenged is so important that even when people have had major surgeries, you know, we get them up and moving around. If they don't, they're going to be unhealthy. And we discovered that uh, that over time, that the best people were the ones that were moving, even if they've had a hip replacement or even had a major heart transplant. People who are bored don't have regular elements of growth in their life. We all need inspiring goals to strive for. When this is not part of your regular, regular life, we feel slow and unmotivated take a moment to pause and ask yourself 
what activities inspire you or excite you. Write it down. In fact, that's why journaling routinely is so helpful. That activity of writing and inspire, that inspires you, you to have a growth mindset and, and gets you more aware about what you're doing. And is there something that you really love to do, but you haven't been doing it? Maybe it's a time to revisit that. You know, when growth occurs in a healthy manner, we are feeling our strongest and full of purpose. Striving for goals is necessary and vital in everybody's life. We all need to have healthy level of, of being challenged. Otherwise, we become unmotivated, dull, rusty, and dusty. One of the most exciting times in my life was when I was learning new illusions, you know, creating new ideas. I was learning how to choreograph light, sound, and routines to the illusions that, and effects that I was building. You know, I was, it was, I was so full of vibrant energy that I had trouble sleeping because every day was full of new developments. You know, upon reflection, I realized that having inspirational learning on a consistent daily basis really gets me excited. It, it invigorates me. My day never feels complete if I haven't grown or learned something or done something new. And I'm willing to bet that you would feel the same way. You know, it helps, my, it helps make the day look unique and exciting and wonderful when you have this growth element in it. And that's why I schedule it daily in some shape or form. And all the people who do well and are happy do this in some shape or form every day. Yeah, this is a, and this is a feeling that everyone can tap into if they gear the right level of inspirational and tangible challenges that is tailored to your to their own unique skill set or desires. That's what passion is all about is growing. When we are challenged or growing, we are living in a whole new a higher level uh, plane of inspiration. You know, I've heard people tell me they don't necessarily believe this because they know people, you know, that, you know, their only growth goal seems to be growing their beer belly as they sit home and, you know, they don't do anything. But I honestly believe people are not lazy. They're just uninspired or are inhibited by their fears that they haven't learned uh, to overcome. They get deconditioned by themselves or by others on a consistent basis, not realizing that they can choose to change their focus at any second. Everyone gets excited about something, and that adds direct or indirect value to themselves or others. As well, the way we grow and improve evolves over time and in different phases in our lives. There are physical changes that occur from birth to adolescence to adulthood and then to old age. Our development of our emotional responses develops through different experiences and changes as we move from one life stage to the next. Often, individuals reminisce about their younger years when they're in college, you know, when they were poor, uncertain, and they had very little stability about their current situation or future. However, they recall it as the best time of their lives. And the essential reason was that it had a high element of growth and they were learning in every aspect. They were learning academically, 
emotionally, physically, and often even physically. You know, our interpretations of the challenges we have also affects the intensity that we wish to grow. If the experiences have been fulfilling, we may continue with that activity. And if they haven't been fulfilling, then we won't. In my world, I've seen physicians, nurses, and other healthcare providers find their professional life getting boring. And they're just there like they're punching a time clock. But the people who have joy and vitality are always talking, sharing what they're learning or experiencing. That's why attending conferences, having learning groups with like-minded friends are, is absolutely critical to having a growth mindset and to spark the element of growth. Learning more is what keeps people's inertia and mentoring, people, inertia and mentoring them forward. It's critical to be surrounded or in contact with people who inspire you to do more and support your growth efforts and for you to support theirs. Incorporating the habit of growth in some shape or form daily is critical to feeling happy and purposeful. Creating growth goals, short-term or long-term, helps fuel meaning in your life and others. It's a known fact that retiring can lead individuals to an early grave, but the ones that don't have the word retirement in their vocabulary continue to grow and thrive. That's why we see so many great champions of growth in the later years of life because they have more time for personal development, community development, and aspirations. Growth also leads to the sixth and most important need that leads to happiness and fulfillment and meaning, and that is the need for contribution. The sixth need is, which is the second need of fulfillment, is contribution. You know, they say, if you want to be happy, make someone else happy. We all have inner aspirations to make our lives and others better. Contribution is a huge intrinsic drive, not only for healthcare workers, but also for, the, for consciously driven individuals. People who inherently want to add value to, other, to value to others feel cared for and engage in higher levels of involvement, which can come through the need for contribution. This internal drive to add value to others and ourselves lies within us and is easily activated if we attune to how this sparks our energy and affects the larger world. By contributing others to grow, we feel a level of connection, certainty, variety, significance, and growth that is unparalleled to the other needs in the six human needs. This last need encompasses all the wheels of needs and it gives the momentum and the energy that needs to create greater happiness. Human beings are at their finest when they're being challenged and contributing to themselves and beyond. Human beings must meet this need in some shape or form, whether it's by raising children, donating time or money to a cause, mentoring others, or even recycling bottles and paper products to protect the environment. If you reflect on your life, when you're contributing, you feel more alive and genuinely fulfilled when you're creating purposeful action, even if they are brief. These actions are what gives life meaning. A life without growth or contribution 
causes a person to feel hopeless and unmotivated moment to moment. An elderly patient of mine was extremely depressed. I mean, he had all sorts of treatments, including ECT, which is electric convulsive therapy, which are used in in extreme cases of refractory uh, depression. I mean, he was a quiet man, and whenever he came in with his wife, his smile always seemed forced, and his you know his depression had been very lifelong, and a great deal of length was uh, had been uh, done to protect him by removing you know farm rifles or other ways that he might commit uh, suicide because that risk was certainly very high. But then, you know, an unexpected thing happened when his wife broke her leg and she couldn't do the day-to-day activity, household chores anymore. So he had to step up and start, you know, doing more of the chores. He started making supper and he started becoming more active. And, you know, he started looking different. And when he came in, you know, six weeks later, uh, he looked like a totally different person. And when I, I commented this to him, I said, you look totally different. Then he told me the story. And his wife said, you know what? Uh, uh, he has been happier. You know, maybe I should have broken my hip a long time ago uh, because she said, I've never seen him happier. And that was because that was the need of contribution at work because he was doing more. He wasn't sitting on the sofa watching TV anymore. That's, the, that's how powerful contribution can, can be. You know, when we are contributing, we know we are involved in something grand and we have a feeling of inclusion at a level that only contribution provides. So how do all these needs drive us? What makes individuals unique is the way they meet their needs. That is, the vehicles they choose. Specifically, everyone, regardless of age, background history is guided by one or two needs more than the other that means uh, you know someone may be more significant or driven someone may be certainty driven someone may be uh, have a high need for growth and contribution everybody's very different so for example you can take two people who are working on an assembly line person a maybe have a high degree of certainty and and significance and while person B may have a high need for variety and growth. So the person A may be saying, you know what, you know, I love this job, this is fantastic, I'm making money and I'm, I'm moving these widgets, They'd be my, and this is great. Person B, on the other hand, has a high need for variety and saying, oh my God, gosh, this is so boring. I can't carry on doing the same thing day in, day out. I gotta quit. And he looks at person A and says, you know, and he criticizes him and says, man, you you must be crazy. Whether he says it or not depends, depends, you know, on the situation. But the person who has this high need for variety says, you know what, I quit. I I can't stay stay in this job anymore because that's his need for variety. He said, I'll figure a different way. Person A, on the other hand, might be saying, you know, are you nuts? You're going to quit? How can you quit in this time of uncertainty, in this time when the economy is so bad? And, and he thinks person B is different. And then they, that's when judgments start to happen. Uh, and that's because neither one of them really understood 
that they have different need structures. So we all have different needs and we have different priorities. And there's usually one or two needs that show up more than the other. And that's that's something that is useful for you to think about. And there's a questionnaire to help with that need. And that'll also be on the website, which you can do and reflect on yourself. Or you can even, you, know, you may even be able to figure out that on your own. Having different need structures, you know, it's not that they're bad or irrational. They're, they're just different. And everybody meets it in a different way. So in the example that I gave you, if either worker didn't understand human need psychology, they would both walk away judging each other and thinking both parties are ignorant and both parties are reckless or careless because they just don't understand the human need psychology. But if they understood it, both of, both of them could come away from a, a place of understanding that, you know what, it's not that we're bad, we're just, or he's bad or she's bad, we're just different in terms of the way we need, we're, we're, we are internally uh, meet our needs. So what I really recommend, you know, in the next week or so, looking at the people around you, think about yourself, think about what need structure you have, what is you know, influencing your actions and how do you work? Are you a highly growth-driven person, contribution? Could you add that more into your life? Is there, what, what is, so it's really, that's the best way to make use of this information. You know, in the next episode, I'll share with you the six human needs and how it can be used to change a habit and how it, is greatly used in terms of uh, how and how it influences relationships. You know, I have a profound story that I want that really illustrates this example, and I'll share that with you in the next episode. I hope this podcast uh, served you in some way, and if you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, please share it with the others. And uh, you can go to the website theintroverteddoctor.com, and you can subscribe to the weekly email, and I'll send you a reminder of what each episode is about for that day or that week. I'm Dr. Lalit Chavla and thank you so much for listening. I hope you're going to have a great weekend and an awesome day and uh, yeah uh, have a great day. Thank you. Bye-bye.